Hello, Internet. Welcome back to the Fast Travel Lounge. You're listening to episode 104, and it is good to be back. I am Patrick. I'm joined by Seth. Say hi. Yellow. And Stephen Idiot says good evening. Well, now you've ruined it for him. The accent was 12 years ago, Pat. I haven't been on an episode. <laughs> I haven't been on an episode all year. Holy shit, you know what? I was wondering why I've been so happy these past few weeks. But now you're happier, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Seth cut that out. No. Anyway, it is... <laughs> Pay me. No. Rats. I tried. <laughs> you did, maybe, you did. Maybe, maybe next year, Victor. You're already swinging a miss. Steve, give me your wallet. Uh, anyway, uh, we're back back to the same old shenanigans, same old shtick. Uh, but of course, it is the first episode of 2024. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, everybody. Merry Chrysler and, and, and all the rest. Happy Toyotathon. <laughs> yeah. And a, and a very merry Ford Truck Month. <laughs> to those that celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> to those that celebrate. <laughs> That's so good. I was in a bakery and they had hot cross buns and I got upset. I got irrationally upset. I'm pretty sure there were hot cross buns before New Year's Eve over here. Why? Just... Anyway, it's, it's a whole other thing. Valentine's Day comes first. Doesn't come for all of us, right? Uh, I'm just going to say it. Definitely doesn't come for you. Um, um, That's C-U-M. Oh. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I'm just going to say it. Hot, hot cross buns, uh, staple food. Should be available 24-7. I've already had my a pack of six for the year. They were supposed to last me a week. They lasted me two days. Make sure you get the chalky ones. They're treat food, though. You don't eat them all the time. Yum, 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 yum. Thanks for listening. Don't, don't eat them all the time, but I finished mine in two days. Well, the rules don't apply to Stephen. Well, and the diet doesn't start until Monday, and it was like Monday <laughs> afternoon by then, so I've got a whole week. What do you mean? We're, we're far enough into the new year, you can abandon all your New Year's resolutions. It's fine. You, you, want, you want chalky hot cross buns? You, you, can, you can get chalky hot cross buns. I get the chalky hot cross bun and I dip it into my coffee. So after I toast them and I butter them. You know what? You're actually selling me on this now. Yeah, see? That's why I get 10,000 steps every day, because if I don't, I'll be morbidly obese. <laughs> you do it specifically to stay alive, not to, like, be healthy or anything, just because you need to. Oh, well, speaking of toasting and buttering, we have a bumper episode where we're going to be uh, toasting to the wins and losses of 2023 and buttering up the audience in anticipation of our top five. How was that for a segue? So good to be back. Fuck. All right. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. Any any great uh, Krispy Kreme or or technology related stories? Uh, is there? I get the feeling there is, but I can't really remember it. Actually, actually, I, I got I got one. I'll, I'll I'll chip this one in. So for some reason, I, I went to Japan. I, I I don't know if you if you guys knew this. Nah, this is news to me. How was it? Uh, it was it was great. It was, it was several months ago now, but it, it was great. I thought you you must have had a shit time there because you never brought it up before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying not to tell people about it. Uh, I want to want to keep it under the radar, you know. Um, but since being back, holy shit, everyone else is like either in Japan currently or has just come back from Japan or is going to go to Japan soon. So much so that it tripped me out when I was in a store on the weekend and, uh, you know, you, you, you're doing the small talk with the with the server person. How am I blanking on that fucking word? The waitress. No, it was like electronics shop. Oh, the cashier. I, I guess, but like they're also helping you, you know? It's not just like the JB Hi-Fi checkout person. They're like the floor walkers. <laughs> that, that sounds derogatory. <laughs> anyway, uh, doing the, the usual how's your day going. And, and I remarked that because I live in Auckland, uh, it seems like everyone is trying to kill themselves or me on the road uh, because there were like two near misses just on the way to the electronics store. Uh, and, and the guy unprompted just says, 
Yeah, I know what you mean. I just got back from Japan, and and it doesn't even matter what the rest of the story is because it's just like, holy shit, him too. <laughs> just literally everyone. Maybe I should go to Japan. Maybe you should. Maybe you should, but don't tell anyone. Uh, keep it a secret. <clears throat> huge, huge uh, breaking news! Breaking news. Um, so as longtime fans of Stephen will know, um, I'm a little bit of a Swifty. All, all one of you. <laughs> I said what uh, I said. Continue. Uh, yeah, no, that fucking threw me because that, that was pretty good. Um, so uh, I didn't get Taylor Swift tickets. Very big disaster. So what I've been doing is every day I'll check the uh, the ticket tape marketplace, uh, and then when there's no tickets available, I quietly cry. Um, so I'm looking at it now, and there is one ticket available for seventeen thousand uh, dollars. No, no, it's, it's official resale, so I, they can't um, overcharge you. But it's. There's only one ticket, so I can't buy like a ticket for a friend or something. I'll have to go into a gig by myself at a stadium. I think it's a seated ticket as well. Um, well, well, hang on. There's one for Sunday now. Holy shit. Be careful, Steve. If you keep, if you keep saying this, people listening might just grab the tickets out from under you. Yeah. Is this, go- is this episode live? <laughs> we changed it? Yeah, actually. <laughs> I'm on my Twitch right now. Uh, okay. Yeah. And if people wanted <laughs> to watch. What's your Twitch set? Yeah. yeah it's uh, www.twitch.tv forward slash Pat went to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, that, that's, that's my channel. I'm shouting you out. So, so more tickets are coming on. Um, at first there was one, and now there's two um, for like a different day. But hang on, I, I'm going to have to go. Um, interesting. Okay, no, play on. Play on's a call. Go back to, what, what are we talking about? Video games? Yeah, I love video games. You, you said breaking news. You found a ticket. You didn't say anything about it. You just said, I have to go. Okay, play on's the call, and now here we are. <laughs> yeah, you interrupted the podcast for like three whole minutes just to say nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, have you listened to any of my sections on the podcast, to be honest? Actually, you know what, Seth? I was right. We are back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good to be back. <laughs> we are so back. It's yeah, like yeah, we yeah, never left. So, uh, long story short. Um, Especially the interrupting Steve. <laughs> I think I might be getting Taylor Swift tickets. Hold the line. Hold the line. <laughs> No, that's cool. That's cool. Um, there are like several radio stations here that are doing the like last chance, re- uh, last chance redemption. We still have tickets. You know, ring in lucky caller number 782 goes into a drawer or some shit. You know how it works. Don't know how they'd fit into a drawer. You think it'd be better for wardrobe or something? That was actually fucking clever as bullshit. You know what? I didn't uh, listen to a goddamn thing you said, Stephen. I'm, I'm either happy for you or sorry that happened. <laughs> um, okay, but, sorry. But, yeah, breaking news by Stephen's over. Yeah, back to this, Jay. Cool. Um, th- thanks for that, Stephen. Uh, stay, stay safe out there. Oh, God, I heard the metal tink. We are back. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, um, I, I probably would have let him down after having a drink. Oh, man. Uh, so we have a few categories. Um, again, I'm just going to quickly hot swap what the schedule is going to be for this episode into Run the Lounge because there's no point going, what have you been up to this week? Because we're all going to be talking about the, the same stuff. So we have a few categories to run through. We, we have a couple of fun ones. Play along uh, at, at home if, if you'd like. These are the categories. We got worst publisher of the year, worst developer of the year, some honorable mentions, some games we didn't get to, but wish that we did. And then uh, our, our top five non-video game media, followed by our top five games, the, the, the big winner-take-all, uh, the esteemed FTL trophies. Uh, and, then, and then finally, we're going to end on some, uh, some anticipated hype for, uh, for 2024, the year ahead. Uh, how does that sound? Does that sound good? Uh, I hope it does, because there is no way for me to hear what you're saying. Um, keep your eyes on the road. I know that you're listening to this while driving. I will be while driving the bus. Um, I don't think <laughs> I, I don't think I've got enough for a top five for uh, non-video game media, but I'll try my best. Yeah, you threw you threw me through a loop because I wrote top three, 
You're saying it's top five. I need to think of two more while we record this episode. Uh, we don't. I probably misspoke. We can do top three. Wait, which... which did, did I say top five non-video game media? Yeah, you did. Yes, you did. Interesting. I have it written as top three. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember my first, I remember my first time reading. Yeah, it was about a week ago. Genuinely don't even have a response to that. Um, and speaking of not having responses to things, why don't we look at the first category, the uh, worst publisher of the year? <laughs> Seth, do we want to go through the, the nominees? Yeah, sure. So the nominees of worst publisher of the year is Embracer Group. How many people did they lay off? <laughs> Too many. Uh. They, they shut down entire studios. Yeah. You'd think for a group and called Embracer, they'd be better at embracing things, but uh, no. <laughs> no, hang on. So, so just, just, just to give a bit more context to those playing along at home, uh, if you look at the 2023 NVIDIA Games Wikipedia article, um, literally the sentence seconds, the second sentence says the Embracer Group <laughs> had an estimated $2 billion deal for them. I remember my first time reading. Sorry, got to get one back. Nah, fuck you. Yeah, I'm done. Had enough. I'm going to take my Taylor Swift tickets and go home. Oh, they sold out. Okay, I killed myself. Uh, <laughs> man, life can't oh, be fast. Yeah, Steve's Day <laughs> literally could not get worse from here. Uh, save me, Actually, it's a, it's a good thing you, you won the Pokemon games before we, before we started recording, right? Oh, don't say it. Been a bit of a losing streak. Some might say nine in a row. But I didn't because I got the buy win. <laughs> what, what, what does the Embracer Group Wikipedia article say, Steve? No, you see, you didn't even listen to me. It's the 2023 NVIDIA Games <laughs> article. Um, but they had an estimated $2 billion deal fall through. Um, that was when the, uh, I think it was the United Arab Emirates or Saudi Arabia was trying to set up their own uh, video game studio. But They, they listened to a Saudi prince uh, email. <laughs> oh, dikies. Uh, but yeah, uh, congratulations to Embracer Group for winning and all the best in the future. Hopefully we don't see you this year. <laughs> I think they've already laid off people this year. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're going to move on because uh, rough opening. Don't worry, it gets better from here. Worst, worst developer, it does, it does not get better from here. Uh, Seth, the nominees for, for worst developer of the year. Yeah, so we would like to hand out the top nominees of worst developer of the year to Bungie. <laughs> but wait, late, late minute entry. It's Embrace a Group again. <laughs> Uh, no, no, it's, 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 it's going to Bungie. Uh, congrats, guys. Similar reason, way too many layoffs, and they, they were pretty upfront about, yeah, no, we laid off a lot of people, we will do it again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, like, <laughs> That's right, layoffs yeah. are one thing. And then, and then wasn't it, like, one of the, the HR people going, like, oh, yeah, layoff is absolutely a lever we will pull again. Yeah, and um, lower-rung employees asked, um, would, uh, would higher-up people consider getting a um, pay cut so they didn't have to uh, lay people off. They said Bungie is not that type of company. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what an absolutely psychotic thing to say. <laughs> I love that we're just playing the Bungie greatest hits. Uh, <laughs> and by hits, I mean hits to the ego of the people working at Bungie. And then there was the whole, um, uh, there's a whole bunch of like weird targets and other, oh man, we, we, we've talked about it before. We, we could sit here and, and, and rehash the whole thing, but yeah, congrats Bungie. Uh, well, well deserved, I think. Uh, for, for last year. To just kind of put things into pers uh, perspective a little bit, over all of 2023, there was 9,000 industry jobs lost uh, throughout the year from, you know, Embracer, Bungie, but also 
Ubisoft, Epic Games, Amazon, Unity, a bunch of other companies. This year's not off to a great start. I think we're already at like 20 to 25% of that number in layoffs this year in the first month. Look, they're getting it all done at the start of the year. Um, so when the industry goes through a, a boom again and they hire a million people, we are not going through another boom like that. We all of these ha- all of these happened because of the COVID bump. We are not having another COVID bump. Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> unless. <laughs> yeah, like you've seen this uh, across multiple industries across the world, uh, uh, criminally expanded, um, expecting. A- amazing periods of growth and it's like oh hang on our profits have only been five percent not ten percent uh and then naturally they have to get those profits up to ten percent so they uh, get rid of as many people as they can all the best mate yeah yeah all the best those people that are impacted mm. right moving on to some hopefully actually brighter categories now that we have the two um toilet paper trophies of of misery out of the way i really should have thought of a better name golden bungees golden embraces Ah, we'll figure out the name later. Why don't we move into Honorable Mentions? So, Honorable Mentions, these are games that didn't make it to our final top five, or not necessarily even released last year, just just games that that maybe we want to highlight from the last year of recording. Uh, Why don't we start with Seth? Uh, I guess we'll just just hit the, the full Honorable Mentions list for each of us, shall we? Yeah, sure. Quick question. Are we doing three Honorable Mentions or five Honorable Mentions? I only have three, so if you have five, that's cool. <laughs> I, I've only got three as well, but I was looking at Doc and I saw I wrote five on there. So I want to double check. Imagine writing. Yeah, so... Couldn't be me. So my honorable, uh, honorable mentions, I've got at number three is uh, Pizza Tower, because it came out last year, didn't hit my top five, but it was a game I really enjoyed, and I just kind of want to give it a shout out for being an exceptional... Uh, indie platformer game that's just extremely fun and got such a unique art style to it that it almost looks like a shit post, but it works so well. Put <laughs> description. Gravity Circuits, because again, uh, indie platformer got some uh, Mega Man X vibes to it. I think it works really well. The grapple hook mechanic in it was a lot of fun. Yeah, just that one's a smaller, neat game that didn't make the top 10. But really enjoyed it. I wanted to mention it on this episode, so maybe people will give it a look. And uh, the the main big honorable mention I want to give is Neon White. If we had a list of, uh, if we had a um a category last year of games we didn't get to, but wish we did for games of 2022, Neon White would have been on there because holy shit, that game was incredible. I can't believe it took me that long to play it and getting into a competitive rut with. Patrick on the first level where we almost hit world record <laughs> times on that level. I think I'm still in the top 1000 in the world for that. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. We uh we grinded that one. We were basically off each other by frames. Neon White was incredible. Really enjoyed that game. Cannot sing its praises enough. I'm kind of itching to go back and play it again just talking about it. Absolutely fair enough. Um now I've been counting the number of games that you mentioned, but Steve can't count. So uh, is that your full list or do you have more? <laughs> no, that's my full list. Okay, cool. Um, Steve, what, what, is, what is on your list? Um, if we're giving out three, I'll give out three then. Uh, big shout outs to Disco Elysium. Fantastic game. Shame about the ending. Uh, Tunic as well. Tunic was a nice 
like early in the year as well. Uh, it was a nice sort of. I don't want to say Metroidvania, but it did feel like a bit of those early style Zeldas from like the late 90s. And just the way it, you go around the map trying to figure things out and it doesn't really give you any instructions or anything is pretty fantastic. Uh, and I don't know, number three, uh, I don't know, Borderlands 3 was a bit better than what I expected it to be. Um, so let's put that on there. Uh, as shit as the story was, I really did enjoy the the gunplay, the gameplay the number go up kind oh, no, no. of the, thing. The gameplay is exceptional for Borderlands 3. I, I sing its praises. Uh, you just have to kind of grit your teeth and get through the main story quest. Yeah, that's kind of unfortunate about it. Because um, it's like number two is such a good story and even number one to sort of a, a lesser extent. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah, I, I think those are my three. But could I give out more? Yes. Will I? No. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> shut, shut, shut the door behind you, why don't you? Um, okay, cool. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give my honorable mentions. Uh, I don't think I have a particular order for these. Um, Neon White, uh, certainly up there, very similar reasons to Seth. Um, Should have got into it. I, I'm, I don't remember what we talked about for the Games of the Years things, but I remember saying that Neon White is going to be my Hades of last year. And last year, no, the year before I played Hades when it came out the year prior. And then last year, I played Neon White when it came out the year before. <laughs> so we need to find something for this year that came out last year and will be your Neon White and Hades of this year. And the beautiful thing is we have an entire category of games we didn't get to, but wish we did. I'm sure one of them will fill that role. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Neon White's on there. Hollow Knight has been a game that I've always been interested in, but finally actually played. And shockingly, as I, as I put it on the list, realize I haven't finished. I'm at the ending. I just haven't played the it ending. It is a fairly big game as well. It is. It is. Uh, and I did get stuck a couple of times. I, I, I'm sure I've talked about my experiences with Hollow Knight, but overall, very, very enjoyable. I mean, it's, I guess, I guess I can give a teaser. Part of me playing it last year was the idea that Silk Song might have actually come out at any time when the devs said that it would. Well, Microsoft promised us they would. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Still waiting. Oh, you listen to them. You don't trust any big business. Look, they went on Twitter and they very confidently said they knew what they did. I, I reckon it's, it's, we can blame Jim Ryan for this. If he didn't spend as much resources as he did fighting the, oh the, my God. the Activision Yeah, yeah no, they had to drag all the lawyers away from coding the game yeah. instead of fighting legal battles. Well, they just How need to that affect that us in Australia where Team Cherry is. <laughs> I do, we live in a globalist society. I don't know. Here we go. <laughs> we are so bad. <laughs> um, uh, the, the others, I, I have two more, can't split them. Uh, Borderlands 2 played. I think that was the most played game, of at least on Steam, of mine last year, which, crazy considering that game is, well, was when I played it 11 years old and is now 12 years old. Um, I think still holds up fairly well, honestly, uh, which was cool. Uh, and then also Monster Hunter World, which I've, I've dipped back into since picking up uh, the ROG. And then I keep telling myself I'm finally going to get all the achievements on that. God, there's a lot of achievements to get on that. But uh, running around mopping up quite a few easy wins. And man, even playing at like 720p on a ROG, oh, like it feels so good. It plays so well. It looks amazing. Rise is good. Sunbreak's good. Not going to take that away from it, but... Man, the team really, it, it, it hits different when it's, when it's Monster Hunter World. Rise is very good if you're really into crazy combat stuff, but World is just very atmospheric and immersive. 
Yeah, it's just a very, very good Monster Hunter experience. So to play, it's right? not to say that Rise is not a good experience, but Rise does some things better than World, and World does arguably quite a few things better than Rise. A lot more things. Mm. Anyway, those are the honorable mentions. Uh, why don't we get to the games that we didn't get to last year, but wish that we did. I'll kick this one off because my list is a little bit longer than yours, uh, I'd imagine. Up there, the, the, this is in order, shockingly. Uh, Alan Wake 2 is a game that I think I would very much mm. enjoy and probably said that I was anticipating it uh, at the start of last year and just I just haven't gotten around to it. It sort of came out at an awkward time and I will find time to play it eventually and I'm sure from everything that I've heard about it, it's a game that I'm really going to enjoy and man, it like cleared house at the um, video game awards. So I, I, have, I have good hopes, uh, but that, that is... I don't think it's the sort of game that fits the same niche as the Neon White and Hades, because those are very kind of pocket games. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Wake 2 is a weird one to put on that list, but maybe it'll fill the same role. Alan Wake 2 is a big story one. It is. It is. Um, other ones. Uh, so next one on there, Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, really wanted to play uh, again, just couldn't find the right timing. And also just knowing that it's such a big content heavy game, I just... I need, like, a block of time when I know I can keep momentum on it, and I just haven't had that in a but, while. Uh, yeah, I, I picked that up a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I have some thoughts on it that we'll discuss next week. Mm. Uh, next one, Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. Oh, yeah, it's uh, good. Looks really fun. Saw a few people playing it, but... Very good game. Exactly, exactly. Uh, not going to give uh, as, as much of a talking around why it's on that list. It, 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 it knows what it is. It knows what it is. Um, next one might be a surprise for you too. Hi-Fi Rush, I kind of wish I played. Yeah, no, that's not surprising. That's a very, very good game. Uh, I've also got some thoughts on that game. I played it over the Christmas break. Um, don't think it's as good as what everybody said it to be. See, what's interesting, Steve, is that you're, 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 you're bottling up these thoughts, but this is not a giving thoughts episode. This is the, the game of the year episode. Yeah, or, um, I'm just giving the people what they want. <laughs> they want wow. a quick, concise, uh, <laughs> Uh, talkings of our list. What do you mean? They they want snippets so they can put it into their TikToks and their and their, their Sony PS3s. I know what I said. And finally on that list, uh, Sea of Stars. Ah uh, yeah. Hmm. Mm. I haven't actually heard that many people talking about it, but everyone that I have heard talk about it is just singing its praises. So every time I want to look at a Sea of Stars, I just look into your eyes. <laughs> oh, there we go. There. No, See, not, not you, Pat. That's the person listening to oh. us at home. All you Stephen fans oh, out there. Okay. Sorry, big fella. I, or one of yeah. you. <laughs> Man, that was a bit salty. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, th those those are my. Uh, Maybe, maybe we'll find time get to twenty twenty four. Perhaps uh, we'll 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 see. Anyway, why don't we? I guess we are doing reverse order. Steve, uh, I I'll have to figure out the order for the next one because otherwise Steve will be in the middle each time, and I don't know if I like that. Uh, what games didn't you get to, but wish that you did? Uh, pretty much all the ones that you said, but like I'll just, uh, a couple of standouts. I'm just gonna... okay, but if you're gonna copy my homework, just like change it a little bit. No, I am going to change it around. If you just let me finish what I'm going to say, I'll eventually get to it. Um, <laughs> so I was, uh, I, it came out a while ago, but uh, Metro Prime Remastered, I think it came out in like February or March oh. last year. I really liked yeah. yep, yep, yep. the original Metro games when they came out for the GameCube that I played. And um, I really wanted to get back into it, and I just kind of did not. Um, so I'm kind of interested in that. I do want to replay Cyberpunk all over again so I can play the DLC, that the expansion, really. Uh, Phantom Liberty that came out and all the, the revolutionized 
sorry, the, I don't want to say revolutionized, but the, how they rebuilt that game. Um, so I really want to go into Cyberpunk again, but I'm just kind of like, a, oh, I've already played it, but realistically, I haven't played it the way that they want um, things to play uh, anymore. What you're saying is that they should do a remaster. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, essentially, uh, a game of the year edition, if you would. Um, and then I'm kind of... A part two remaster, <laughs> if you would. A uh, game of the year ultimate edition, if you could. Uh, and uh, in terms of like a... I know it's not an indie game. We had this discussion last year, but in terms of like not a triple A game, I really want to sort of play Dave the Diver. Um, even though it is technically a triple uh, a double A game at the very least. Yeah, it's definitely not triple A. It doesn't have the budget for that. Yeah, but I do like sort of the sprite work they've done with it. And from what I've seen and from what I've heard, it seems like a game that I'd really be into. It's a game of two halves. But but, but yeah, I. Like, Maybe us Game Pass chads will be blessed with all these type of things uh, eventually soon. I'm not sure how we're going to get Metroid Prime remastered onto Game Pass, but invest- the game pass. Yeah, investigations continue. <laughs> yeah, I, I get the feeling there's probably a couple of things here and there. Like, 2023 was such a stacked year of video games. It was, and that's why it's shocking that I have so many on this list that I wish I played but didn't, considering what will come up with the list of games that I did play that came out in 2020. Yeah. And, and um, you also just reminded me, I completely forgot of the sort of Nintendo platforms, but even like Pikmin 4 was a big deal that yeah. came out last year. And um, Super Mario Wonder was also, well, actually, there was a lot of Mario games that came out last year. What the fuck? Yeah. RPG. Um, did, did Ultimate Soccer come out? The Mario football no, was last year. Yeah, okay. I specifically Man, remember because you guys did an episode talking about it while I was in America, and I was um, walking around in Boston listening to it. I specifically remember. Uh, I, don't forget, and I, look, I don't want to get into the discussion now. But as much as an average game it is, I do want to play Hogwarts Legacy just because I'm so Harry Potter coded. Yeah, I knew you'd fucking do that. Um, I do want to play that, even though it's, it's apparently it's just an average game. Um, I do want to play the Dead Space remaster as well because long-time fans of the show will remember that I replayed. Well, I didn't replay. I played for the first time one, two, and three about two years ago. So I'm interested to see what the the remaster does to that. Mm. Now, I get the feeling I can just go through the the 2023 list of uh, video games and just pick out 40 million of them. Um, yeah, no, I, like I, the the more that you say them, I'm like, oh man, that was also last year, wasn't it? Because like that also reminds me, like, oh yeah, Resident Evil Four is on that list. Yep. Uh, City Skylines, Skylines 2 technically is, even though it came out in absolute dog shit time. Uh, sorry, and they didn't bring out the Xbox edition. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff, but I digress. What does the favorite editor of the, the show, what do you have to say, Seth? What, what were you looking forward to? What do you have to say okay, for yourself? Okay, so Steven asked. kind of went off, so while he was doing that, sorry. I was looking through um, some things to fill out my list a little bit more. Uh, first up is Octopath Traveler 2 because Square Enix RPGs, I'm kind of super into them and that one just kind of passed me by. As well as uh, Fierce Rhythm Farm Fantasy uh, just because rhythm games are pretty fun. Again, that one just kind of came out at a bad time and passed me by. Slay the Princess is a small BN game that came out sometime last year. And a is lot that, of is my that friends- the one of the incest? No, that's not the incest one. <laughs> that's um, that's the coffin of Andy and Lele. Ah, yes. Interesting where your mind goes immediately, Steve. Slay, well, Slay the Princess is a um, is a VN where the the they they basically load you in and give you the task: go to this place, kill the princess, 
and apparently there's a lot of um twists involved with replays of that game and how the story plays out and it sounds super interesting so i want to give that a try at some point and then yeah there's other things like we already mentioned um Baldur's Gate 3 is a little cheating because I did start it late last year um just didn't have enough time to put it on anything substantial on this list but yeah the little bit of time I've put into it I've been really enjoying that and I'm uh, I'm really glad that I'm playing in that game now Alan Wake 2 again super interested in that game uh didn't Mm. get to that one because I haven't played Alan Wake 1 or Control and I know they all kind of tie in together so I'm Put them off from each other. I've got Alan Wake 1 now on Steam, so I'm going to play through that soon. I've had control for a while, so I'll play that too, and then I can get to Alan Wake 2. A big regret with that one, though, is that everyone is spoiling the shit about uh, a big musical sequence in that game, so that, that's, that's a bit of a bummer. We, we, we kind of... Uh, let's talk about this, even though you didn't ask. Um, there is that big musical scene that we talked about in Control oh, year before last, I think. Yeah, but I took my headphones off when you guys talked about Control. Oh, you did? Well, no, what I was going to say is, like, being spoiled in that scene and experiencing that scene are two different things. Um, even yeah, if you yeah. That's true. Yeah, like... It's, oh, it's, I just, think, like, it's one of those things where they the Game Awards specifically had this big musical number to try and tie it all together and like make a big showcase of it and it's like this game came out like two weeks ago yeah, <laughs> what are you doing so. yeah Alan Wake 1 also had they didn't draw as much attention to it but it definitely had a couple notable music numbers in it as well I honestly cannot remember it's been so long since I played that game I didn't like that game when I played it but I, I was at a weird age and I didn't like video games and I was playing it um, and the game's so dark and I, like the room I was living in at the time is very bright um, so I couldn't see half the things. Man, I hate the light so much. Oh, I thought you meant tonally. <laughs> oh, no, no, sorry, dark as in like... <laughs> it's just like, yeah, why would I play a horror game when it just makes me feel sad and, like, scared? <laughs> no, dark as in... Realistically, I probably should have turned the brightness on my TV up, but yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. have to do that. Too hard. Go back to Hello Kitty Island Adventure. And the last to real one, I'll say, is Lethal Company. I own it. I haven't had a chance to ah, sit down with yep. anyone to play that. Every time, I've asked, every time I've asked, I've either been told I'm going to be busy or been ignored. Right, you, you, the the two-week window of that game's up. You know, no one's playing that with you again, Bifkala. Sorry. Oh, actually, I got one more real one, and it's Lies of P. Yeah, oh, yeah. Lies of P. I, I, Lies of P would have been the next one on my list. I figured uh, hitting five was probably a safe limit, but that would have been six. Yeah. Yeah. Steven listed like 10, so I've been going through (laughs) Wikipedia and being like, yeah, might as well just hit a bunch that are unique because we all mentioned Baldur's Gate and Alan Wake 2. I can throw a couple of others in there. That's true. What was the other one that came out early last year by the, I want to say, Ukrainian developer? I'm not sure. (laughs) It was like the the steampunky type one. Steam World Build? No. I think it was early last year. Shoot. I don't even know what to type in to find it. (laughs) One more I want to throw in there as well. It's just because uh, Patrick did a good job of selling me on it was Remnant 2. I need to get it, but he talked very highly of that game and made me want to check it out. Uh, I I want to throw two into... Morbid curiosity, though, and that's um, Golem and Nicole Stars 2. 
<laughs> Holy shit! Now we're now we're talking about the real games of 2023. Just, uh, don't, just don't, don't said very bad things about those ones. I am morbidly curious. I mm. I don't want to risk my PS5 blowing up over Golem though. I don't really think it's worth it to be honest. Your, your money or your time. As someone who is adamant that you should not spend money, do not spend your money or your time. Time is your most valuable resource. Spend it editing the podcast. But yeah, I think that's me done. I want to play Final Fantasy uh, 16 at the risk of 7. Is that hot? Oh, Best games. Final Fantasy 14 is supposed to be coming out soon. Have they announced a date for that for the Xbox? Sorry, this is me going on a tangent. I think they said the 21st of February was the open beta, but it could shift either direction. Like, it could come out a couple of days faster or a couple of days after. I want it now! Sorry, I, take us away, Pat. Take, take control out of me. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm still trying to find that other game. So I looked up Ukrainian developer and they came up with Shadowline, which I've heard of but never played or know much about. It's an FPS, but that's still not the one I'm thinking of. The one I'm thinking of, there's like a whole bunch of like robot servants that are running around and Atomic you can like interact with them. Is that the one? Thank you, uh, Atomic Heart. Yeah. Yes, that was the name of it. That, that one um, was uh, kind of like a Russian Bioshock. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but it was super early last year, I think. I'm not necessarily saying that it's on the anticipated list, but it just, with all the other ones that are flying in there, I got reminded of that one, like, you know, as everyone else was throwing titles out there, that that was also a game I'm pretty sure that came out last year. Anyway, uh, why don't we move into the top three non-video game media? I guess let's start with Steve for this one, and Ooh. then we'll just keep messing with the ordering of things. Uh, to be honest, I didn't really watch a lot of TV shows or movies that came out at the start of... Oh, that came out in 2023. Like, it's definitely Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Very big highlight. Probably one of the, mm-hmm. the movies of all time. Just the way that I, that movie works and brings together everything is, like, fantastic. And it's... Oh, where is number two coming out? I want it now. Um, <laughs> it's in April or something, I believe. It might have been uh, delayed because so. of the strikes yeah. and everything. Why are they fucking yep. striking? I want my media. Um, yeah, that's really good. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Oppenheimer as well, very very good. Uh, I'm very glad I saw that at the movie theaters, even though if I did have like the second row from the front and hurt my neck. Um, <laughs> playing your movies, especially when they're big. Uh, that's pretty much it. I didn't really watch any TV shows. Um, but not that any that came out in 2023 anyway. Um, yeah, just looking at things that came out. Bleach, Thousand Year Blood Wars, uh, season. The latest season was pretty good. I'm glad they're doing that. But yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that I want to see and probably I never will see because I can't sit in front of a TV 24-7 as much as I'd like to. Maybe I'll break my leg or something. I'll be forced to. But now yeah. it's hooking. Yeah, hang on. Let him break. Um, but yeah, no, please. Uh, someone else. Go on. Uh, you know what? I'm going to throw it to you, Pat. What do you reckon? Wow. Okay, I was going to throw it to myself anyway, but I guess that's fine. Just jump the gun. Um, okay, so I'm just going to fuck with, uh, with, with Seth a little bit and do multiple top threes. <laughs> um, what? Because so much of my time was spent on non-video game media last year. So I'm guessing it's like top three movies, top three TV shows, and so on? Uh, so yes, but I only have one album, which is uh, Stereo Mind Game, came out by Daughter. Uh, I'm, I'm was, happy for sorry. her. How's she doing? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, so Spotify Raps, my top songs of 2023, five, like number one through number five are songs from Stereo Mind Game. <laughs> so that that tells you where that album's at for me. 
that's also the only album. I'm sure I listened to other albums, but that was like the main notable one. So actually, Safia had an album that came out as well that was pretty good. Don't remember the name of it, though. Probably should have looked that up beforehand. Oops. Anyway, top three movies. Uh, yeah, similar with Steve. Uh, Oppenheimer really liked. I actually really liked the Barbie movie as well. And uh, Across the Spider-Verse. So easy top three. Not, I don't know which order of those. They all, um, they all scratch a different itch, <laughs> I guess. And then TV shows, because I did watch a few. Uh, we have uh, The Bear. Season two came out last year, but I also saw season one. The Bear's been getting a lot of push recently on my Twitter timeline. Yeah. <laughs> Off the back of how many Emmys they cleaned up. Exactly. Uh, so that, highly recommend. I talked about that uh, a couple times, I think, because I saw that over the course. It might have only been a week, actually. I binged the shit out of that when I saw it. Anyway, uh, so The Bear is up there. Uh, the Last of Us, have to. Really enjoyed that. Uh, really enjoy what they did with that. Uh, good old Craig, Craig Mazin at the helm. Kind of a, I, I don't want to bandwagon it into, like, it's too much fun giving Naughty Dog shit for not producing any original content since, what, 20, like, 12? Yeah. <laughs> at this point. Um, you, you might as well say since 2007 when the first Uncharted came out, because they've been all Uncharted and The Last of Us since then. Yeah, I guess. Man, remember when Naughty Dog made games? I do. Which Farms remembers. They cancelled their last one. What do you mean? They make heaps of games and they make them so good that they make them again. <laughs> they made so two true. games and sold it to us five times each. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, but Seth, but Seth, just trust me, bro. This is the way it's meant to be played. I'll believe you when it's on the PS6. <laughs> I don't know how you've been playing your Last of Us Part 2 remastered, but this is, this is the one. This is the one. I'll wait for the Last of Us Part 2 remake star. <laughs> Don't call it that. <laughs> For those at home, that's remake and remaster combined. What do you mean? They'd make those as two as two different games. Actually, no. They they'd make them as the same game, but they'd sell it twice. Anyway, uh, and then uh, final TV show really liked the fall of the House of Usher, which which I I, I talked about a bit as well. That's uh, that's Mike Flanagan. That's the, the the haunting of Hill House, which is still my favorite horror series. But the fall of the House of Usher up there in terms of in terms of how good that was definitely spoke about it don't remember what episode you can go back and look it up seth what is your top three non-video game media yeah so i'm not going to fuck myself over like you just did so <laughs> um my number bold words <laughs> my number three is scott pilgrim takes off i just really Holy enjoyed shit, that. i completely forgot about that <laughs> yeah no i really enjoyed that that was animated super world the fight scenes in it were a lot of fun um the themes yes. in it were fantastic and the twist that they did in it was unexpected, but I was sold on it. I liked it too. Yeah, I'm, I'm retroactively claiming that as another part of my top three. <laughs> I, think I think we're only like eight now. It's fine. I don't think you can do that. <laughs> Shut up. I'm the host. I can do what I want. Uh, Seth got that out. <laughs> so number one and two are very close, but just, just being pushed slightly into number two is the Barbie movie, because that was a fantastic movie. Um, I, I think we gushed about it a lot last year, but yeah, absolutely phenomenal movie. Didn't expect that out of Barbie at all. No, neither. I, I remember like dunking on it when people saying that I was super excited to go see it. I was like, not, not dunking on it to not go and see it, but just, I didn't understand what the hype was to go and see it. I saw it and I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. <laughs> I get it now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Leave me alone. I think all of us had that same reaction of uh, just dunking on it because, oh no, everyone's just memeing it. Uh, get out, get out of the movie. Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I am Kenneth, you know? And, uh, yeah, the top one is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. As 
a as a local animator as well as editor, I have to give it to that one. It's it's biased, but also Spider Man media is fantastic. All a lot of the time, well, most of the time, sometimes. Um, and no, this this movie is phenomenal. The animation styles in it are insane, and it's and just Peter Park's car really stole the show. Peter Park's car yeah, is uh, amazing. One of the best little, jokes. Yeah, the, 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 the references in there are just going off the chain. Uh, and yeah, um, uh, it, it's just I'm rewatch it actually. It, it is just a phenomenal movie, even if it is a part one of a two parts movie. It's it landed on every note it needed to, and actually, sorry, finish your thought. But I'm just gonna, yeah, cool, yeah, finish I, your thought. And then I have something to chime in with. It's just like the way the way the ending kept going it was like it could have ended like five times in that last like half hour or so, and any one yeah. of those points would have made a good ending. But where they ended up was perfect. I have four songs in my top fifty on Spotify Wrapped from across the Spider Verse soundtrack. Amazing. Love that. And and while I think of it, Elenium's album, Elenium, self-titled album, came out last year, also in my top three. Claiming that one, we're now at nine. We're good. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's my media list done. Sweet. That means that we get to move into... Top five games. All right, all right, how are we going to flip this one back? You, you know what? You will, yeah, you start first, Patrick. You know what? Maybe, may, maybe I will. I didn't play five games that came out in 2023. <laughs> uh, so this this is not Mimi. This is me trying my hardest to think of three things that came And maybe you guys talking through yours will be like, oh shit, I did play that. But these are the ones as of right now that I know that I played this year, last year. Shit. Number one, Remnant 2. Same reasons as Seth. Uh, very, very good game. Really wish I What do you mean same reasons as me? I was saying that you sold me on it. I didn't play it yet. No, no, no. <laughs> That, no, no, that's, what I mean is me selling you on it is me restating that I would still try and sell you on it. It is still a very good game. And the amount of FOMO I have from watching other people play the DLC, which I own, I just haven't had a chance to play, is, is insane. It, it hurts me. Um, anyway, Remnant 2 is number one. Uh, number two, please, please, please be gentle with this. Uh, Monster Hunter Now. <laughs> ah, interesting. Technically a game, technically came out last year, shut up. And why you bitched <laughs> about it recently, I thought that would have been lower. So I was thinking about that. The problem is, one, I only have one other game, and you'll see why that, that has to be number three. And two, by hours played, it's actually more than Remnant 2. Oh no. <laughs> it's a lot more. I play that game every day. Well, no, a commitment to the bit, though. Like, it's, addictions are still yeah, good. Hold on, hold on. But in, in, in defense of what Steve's about to say, I have not spent any more than the first little purchase that I made on it, uh, which I, I, I look in the mirror and, and I can still maintain eye contact. Do you want, if you so, have to tip your uh, landlord, you should ta- uh, tip Capcom as well. Tip Capcom as well, exactly. Yep. Um, yeah, once the hunter now... I kind of want to talk about it. Maybe maybe we'll do it next episode or something. But like, I have a few thoughts from how much I've played of it. A lot of the issues that I talked about are still there, but I, I guess I'm a little more nuanced in what I think some more solutions are now that I've played it for as long as I... Anyway, anyway by the by, overall, still a fun Monster Hunter experience, especially if you're not like a hardcore Monster Hunter fan. It's a really easy way to get into it, which I assume is what they were going for for a lot of it. And so 
in that sense, it probably does the job. Of, um, but when you're like me and super addicted to it, but also poor and don't want to spend money on it, eh, there's, 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 a, there's a few issues. I'll, I'll talk about later. And number three, um, kind of a reversal of Remnant 2 from Seth, Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> Ooh. Huge call. Huge call. I got, I, I got so hyped into playing it, and uh, there was that whole thing about me playing the demo wrong and just skill-issuing myself and then replaying the demo and going, wow, actually, I do get it. This is amazing. I went out and bought it that weekend. Haven't played yeah. it. <laughs> it's downstairs sitting on the table in front of my PS5, and I haven't played it. I haven't even booted it. You know what? Oh. I played it enough for the both of us. <laughs> So I I cannot in good conscience put Final Fantasy 16 above Monster Hunter now. <laughs> oh right, okay. So you went one, two, three. I thought you were going three, two, one. Oh no, no, sorry. Number number one was Remnant Two. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. If I if if I had five games, I might have tried to do it in some fancy order, but. I have three games, one of them's a demo, one of them's a mobile game. I had to put, like, the serious one first. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, so, I guess, to, to, to restate, best game that I played last year was Remnant 2, second best was Monster Hunter Now, Kill Me, and third one was the demo of Final Fantasy sixteen. <laughs> I look forward to playing the full game eventually. <laughs> I, look forward to, uh, I look forward to you playing it and telling me I was wrong about everything. <laughs> And how would I do that, Seth, over the course of uh, six hours, was it? Uh, seven. Seven. Okay, cool. I'll take a little snack break in the middle, recharge, <laughs> then go for round two. Um, anyway, those are my top five. You, you know what? I'm going to not throw it to Steve. Seth, what's your top five? Aww. Okay. I'm just going to start talking anyway. Well, well, I- What do you mean? It means that you, you have the most important top five, Steve. Oh, you go hang on. Hang Patrick, on. I'm- kiss my ass. Patrick, I'm going to run an idea by you. Since, okay. since you've only done a top three, I'll do a top seven. No, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> okay, but, but one of them has to be an album. Oh, I don't have that. Okay, I'll do top five then. <laughs> no, no, you can do top seven, it's fine. Um, no, uh, number five, I have Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. The little indie game that came out where me and Steven were both excited and only one of us got what we wanted out of that game. <laughs> and is, is there a hint to the audience that it wasn't Steven? That, if, if that's what they want to pick up what I'm putting down, then yes. <laughs> um, that, that, that was a really enjoyable game for me. I really enjoyed the soundtrack in it, the gameplay in it. I could just kind of zone out and just get into going around the map and doing tricks without advancing anything too much. I just, I just kind of chill with this game for a few hours. It's not too long. I think the game's like eight hours-ish, and I ended up putting, like, 15 into it just because I was enjoying just chilling with it. Yeah. Re really enjoyed uh, Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. It was... Actually, uh, just gonna cut in. That That's cool. It just suddenly occurred to me in terms of you saying an eight-hour experience. If we're counting God of War Valhalla... Yeah, we can count that. Then I technically that would probably sneak in at number two. For me, because it's better than the mobile game and the demo. We haven't discussed that. We'll discuss that on a, on a future episode. But that I I enjoyed and have some thoughts on. Sorry, um, we're not going to do anything weird with the timestamps. I'm just kind of glad that I can put a fourth thing on my list. Yeah, <laughs> it, it genuinely means a lot to me that I can do that. Yeah, no, DLC that's that expansive counts for sure. Free DLC that was shadow dropped. Yeah, even even shadow drops. 
Damn, I forgot about that. Um, number four for me is Street Fighter Six. Hey. I get a lot of enjoyment out of Street Fighter Six. I still watch tournament footage for it. I need to pick it up and play it a bit more. Uh, the last the last time I played it wasn't too long ago actually, but. Did you fight the street? I found the street and I punched it a few times. Uh, turns out the street has hands <laughs> and kicks me yeah, back. And then the street won. <laughs> it's just a really good game. It's so much better than Street Fighter V was, both at launch and where Street Fighter V ended, I feel. Only gripes with it is the DLC practice in the game. Uh, the, the new outfits that they released are stupid expensive and I haven't bought them because of how they've handled it. Uh, hopefully they turn around on that and lower the prices on them or do some sort of bundle that makes it acceptable. I'm shocked a, f- a fighting game has uh, inhumane uh, DLC practices. Yeah, it happens surprise. every time. Hear me out. Crossover event between Street Fighter 6 and uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2. Hang on, they they kind of already do, did that because the first crossover event they did was with the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> What a interesting... I completely yeah. forgot that. I did not even aware. I think I might have glazed over that because I... It, it was a whole thing. There was a meme song about the Ninja Turtles uh, outfits being $15 each. Yeah, that's Jesus. why I remember this conversation. What, uh, <laughs> I think I was probably been blinded by rage. Oh, yikes. Actually, holy shit. A Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like, film came out last year. Yeah, yeah. You, you even watched it and said it was really good. I did. I saw it on the plane to Japan, which I, I went to. I don't know if I told you guys that, but um, no, I, it doesn't beat out any of the ones that I said as top three, but it was enjoyable. Go and see it if you can. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Street Fighter 6, just really, really love that game, but mm-hmm. not enough to beat out number three for me, which was Armored Core 6. I already know what your number one is now. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm shocked. I just connected the dots. <laughs> you really shocked? No, I'm not. I'm not shocked. <laughs> I'm surprised right, it took you this long to realize. Let us hear it. Yeah, no, number three is Armored Core 6. Just super fantastic game. Does a lot right in terms of being an action shooter. Uh, all the customization stuff in that game is fantastic. And being really generous of going, yeah, no, if you don't like the thing that you bought, we'll just give you a 100% refund so you can try a different build entirely. Do you is hear that, fantastic. Monster Hunter now? Are you listening? <laughs> Send him an email. I'll send them an email with, with the link to this episode. Oh, hang on. And this timestamp. Sm- small gripes with the game is that they uh, to get all the endings of the game is free playthroughs, and it's just like the second and third playthroughs don't really change as much as I'd like for those playthroughs. You end up getting autopiloted for like 90% of them, but the things that mm. they do change are genuinely fantastic things, and I just kind of wish there was more moments like those in those playthroughs. Neat. I, I really do want to play uh, Armored Core. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it, it is... I love it, it, games. It is very good, and uh, Patrick put it on his wish he got to it. I, I do highly suggest people play this. It's I, a lot I, of fun. I think of the ones on my wish I got to but didn't, I think Armored Core or Hi-Fi Rush would be the ones closest to Neon White and Hades. I haven't played them, obviously, but like just from what I hear those would fill a similar kind of itch scratch to those other two. So I'm, I'm hopeful that maybe Armored Core 6 is my, is my 2024 Neon White. I don't think it'd go that far, but it, it'd be interesting to see how you come out of it, yeah. Mm. Um, number two is Spider-Man 2. Oh, I get it. That's why it's two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, it it, it has to match up that way. 
Um, yeah, just gen genuinely fantastic game. I have a couple of gripes with the story, uh, and how it compares to the first game, and just how some villains are. But on a gameplay level and like just traversal and missions and side content, it blows the first game out the water. Swinging in the game and then jumping into the wing uh, web wings is fantastic. The fast travel in the game is revolutionary for like how it's handled. What? You, you just catch a taxi? No, no, no. Um, it's just you open up the map and you just click anywhere on the map you want to fast travel to. And then you're there in like two seconds. In saying that, the game, the swinging and traversal of the game is so good, I never use the fast travel. <laughs> so, on one hand, the tech of the fast travel is fantastic, and I'm glad that Insomniac has done that. But on the other hand, they made the game so good that I never want to use it. It's, it's such crazy high praise. <laughs> like, just that comment. Um, Spider-Man 2, just want to say again for the record, uh, is up there on my wish I got to but didn't. The only reason it's it didn't make it to my list is because I haven't played Spider-Man 1. That's it. But yeah, I have heard all the similar sorts of... Actually, it was you shilling it a few episodes ago that I was like, yeah, this this probably would go pretty well. Yeah, no, these are, these are some of my favorite open world games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so to cap it off, number one, everyone kind of... Everyone's predicted this. I've been shilling it the yep. entire year. Same Stranger as... Stranger in Paradise. <laughs> no, no, that was last year I shilled that. Fuck, but yeah, okay. same, same exact scenario as Stranger of Paradise. It's a Square Enix game I shield all year, and it's Final Fantasy 16. I just, hey. I just love this game. It's, uh, it's kind of everything I want out of a game. It does have its issues. I, I very blatantly see those issues, and I wish that they could be ironed out. But just general, genuine, uh, generally in how the game is structured, and the general gameplay, and the tone of the game, and the story, I love it. It's, it's perfect for me. Neat. That's cool. Uh, and I guess that's, that's everyone of importance on their top fives. Shall we go to uh, the most anticipated 2024? Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I don't even have a top five. Go, go, go on, Steve. Humor us with what you do have. No, fuck yeah. No, okay, I will. Gladly. Um, so coming in at number three, can I get a drum roll? I will edit that in in post. Um, Pay me. Is... No. Um, no drum this roll. Is, this is going to be a weird one, and I don't want um, all the weirdos popping up in the comments, but I'm actually going to put number three as both number DLCs for Pokemon. Oh, huge. Um, like as a, but I want to say, preface it, and please don't shout me down for this. I'm very fragile. I see them both as a whole. Like You can't play one and without the other, because um, if you experience one, you're really only getting half the story. Like, I don't yeah, even they, think they, gender, they, uh, they do just kind of sell it as one whole experience as well. It is, yeah. yeah it's a hidden treasure of Area Zero, part one and part two. Um, and yeah. we didn't get a chance to talk about it because uh, we just went on break just before the DLC came out, um, I believe. Um, the second one, anyway. Yeah, sorry, the second one, yeah, we talked about the first one. And sort of the first one I was feeling a little bit lackluster, but the second one does tie it off really well. And the, uh, last week they released, in, or maybe two weeks ago now, um, they released an epilogue, which is kind of an extra half an hour of gameplay, which really ties the story up. And it, it's really good to sort of tie the main story from Pokemon Skull and Violet uh, with the DLC characters that have introduced uh, and to sort of accept explain a bit more of the world and do a bit more world building and realistically is it uh, a good game eh, critics are 50-50 on that but as a very big Pokemon stand self-admitted 
Um, I really enjoyed it, and I think it's something that Pokemon should be continuing on going forward. And they've got a lot of character development uh, and the introduction of like old Pokemon to the new sort of. Uh, areas is pretty cool and the way they work is pretty good. Uh, the performance is fucking dog shit but at the same time I expected uh, very little from this DLC and that's probably why my expect- my actual experience with it was very fun. It's a very weird thing to say um, but maybe this is more about the amount of games that I played this year um, as, <laughs> as opposed to how good it was. I'm very excited mm. to get to the DLC when the Switch 2 comes out and the performance improves. You See, mean the Switch? Um, yes. I, I don't want to be, be that guy, Seth, but I, and I've said this a couple of times, but I'm going to say it. Um, I don't think uh, the Switch 2 will help the performance of Pokemon. Uh, I think it is just uh, Game Freak doesn't know how to test their games. Um, there there are rumors don't... that there's going to be a patch, and if uh, there isn't, I will curse out the people that spread those fake rumors. I, I do not. Uh, I, I don't doubt there will be a patch. I don't doubt that things will happen. The patch makes it worse. Yeah, that's probably because everyone's like, oh, the DLC comes out, they'll fix things. That DLC number one is fucking horseshit. Like, it was like, huh. They fixed the main game, but then the DLC one was bad, wasn't it? Yeah, th- yeah, they fixed the main game, and then DLC one is like, huh, you guys uh, didn't learn that much, eh? And DLC wasn't too bad. There were a couple of stutters here and there, but it was kind of like a, come on, we shouldn't be doing this in DLC too. So I, I just, managing expectations, I, I'm sure things may improve, but I realistically... Whatever Pokemon does in the future, all the best to them. Number two. Uh, see, this is a bit of a tough one for me um, because uh, it, it kind of does fall into that uh, monster team genre and it's Cassette Beast. I really enjoyed Cassette Beast. It kind of overstays its welcome a bit, but I really did like the, the fusion mechanic it did. The soundtrack is fantastic. Uh, unfortunately, the characters are pretty copy-pasted from uh, different tropes in different types of media. Like, you've got the the artist that is that feels he's misunderstood. You've got, like, a, a generic nerd girl that uh, just plays electronics and don't doesn't really leave her uh, house. And then when you do take her out, she's like, whoa, it's such a great world out there. Um, but I did sort of like the bad guys and the sort of uh, exploring the world, um, even if it does throw a bit too much of you at once. But no, I, I did really enjoy it. and. Uh, while I can see it's probably not a game for everyone, there's just a bunch of mechanics uh, that can be a bit hard to keep track of sometimes. Um, it's still a fantastic game. Patrick, it just hit. Patrick, it just hit me. What his number one's going to be, and I'm going to be upset for Stephen. Why? <laughs> say your number one, and then I'll explain. <laughs> uh, so yeah, my number one. Uh, it should be no surprise to anybody. Uh, we were robbed at the Game Awards, uh, but at the same time. Uh, it's Tears of the Kingdom. What an absolutely fucking magnificent Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were going to say Starfield. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Starfield too. There is a reason I made my list a top three instead of a top five, because if I had to put more games in that list, I didn't play that many games in 2023. Um, that was a potential It would have been Starfield and Redfall. <laughs> well, if you if this Man, is my just- Seth, stop, he's already dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm actually so glad that you said Tears, Tears of the Kingdom. It only occurred to me about five minutes ago that Tears of the Kingdom was one of the Nintendo games I didn't mention when spitting out things like Pikmin 4 on the back of your Metroid Dread, and then thought it was interesting that Seth didn't mention that at all. Yeah, uh, it's in my top I, 10, but not yeah, top 5. Because in hindsight, that would have been... Yeah, that's also just under my top five for things I didn't play but wish I did in 2023. But yeah, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that someone's calling out to it. So 
Thank you. Thank you for your service. No, no, it's fantastic. And everyone says, oh, it's too similar to Breath of the Wild. It's like, so who cares? I literally, to use the quote that I did when I was talking about it, they caught lightning in a bottle with Breath of the Wild and they caught lightning in a bottle with um, Tears of the Kingdom. They've changed enough of the mechanics to make it nice and fresh. So here's the thing with that. Here we go. Here it comes. No, no, I, I promise this is a positive. It does have a lot of the same things that, it, well, it basically is the same game as Breath of the Wild and how it's structured. But yes. everything that it does is better than Breath of the Wild. So it comes out to be as a better game. Like the story is better. The, uh, like, well, basically just that. Yeah, the story and the expor- the things you do for exploration and the new powers you get, I find all better than Breath of the, Wi- uh, Breath of the Wild. So it comes out to be, even though they tell the story in the same way, uh, it's still the same, like the main story structure is go to these four sages and then go do their dungeons. That's all the same structure. It's all more interesting content than what Breath of the Wild was. So it comes out to be better. Yeah. And that's pretty much essentially what I was going to say. Thanks for taking my words. Um, but it, it is very good. Um, I, it's fantastic. Like I did probably spend a bit too much time in it. I think I spent like, what, 80 hours or something in it. So I don't want to say I burnt out, but by the time I reached the end of that game, I'm like, okay, I'm done with it. Yeah, no, I spent about 90 hours in it, and I, I think it was, like, around hour 75 to 80. I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm just going to mainline the rest of the story. And then I found out that the rest of the story was, like, 10 more hours. Yeah, you kind of, yeah, you did too much side stuff. But that's good because it's got a lot of side stuff. The quests, the side quests that they give you are really good and structured. Um, a lot of world building going on, a lot more world building that goes on in um, Breath of the Wild, I thought. And the way that they structured the dungeons uh, is, well, not exactly Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess and all the old, the games of old that we've all come to love. Uh, it does, uh, it's got it close enough. But the way that they've sort of engineered the mechanics to, uh, Here's a puzzle, here's all the tools, solve it. And like one puzzle can have like 20 different combinations of how to solve things. And it's just like fantastic. And even the way that they have just that, the the build mechanic as well, it just fucking works. Like there's no, there is very, very little fucking around. And um, as much as there's a whole lot of finding out. Yeah, pretty much. It's literally like, oh, I spent very little time fucking around, but a whole lot of time finding out. Uh, And look, all I'm saying is that Nintendo is still salty 15 years later that they, well, 20 years, really, that they lost the rights to Banjo-Kazooie. They just remade Nuts and Bolts. And that's essentially what that game should have been. But yeah, that's my number one. I think it's, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom is very close to a perfect game. Um, not that such a perfect game exists, um, but no, it, it's fantastic. I, I'd encourage, like, everybody to play it. Like, I don't see, I, there are reasons why you wouldn't enjoy it. Uh, but no, it, it's fantastic. And the way that it pushes you to uh, explore rather than showing you where to go is fantastic as well. Nine Stevens out of ten. <laughs> cool. Uh, that that's basically it. Hey, in terms yeah. of the, like awards yeah. for last year. So yeah. I guess just to restate, yeah. best best game of me for twenty twenty three. Remnant two. Best game for Steve. Steve, this oh, is you got me to say it. Sorry, I thought yeah. you were going to say it. Um, <laughs> uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Man, you, you really took me off. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> And um, best game for Seth, Strangers of Paradise. Um, cool. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, knew, you knew exactly what I was going to do because I was going to make that exact joke. Oh, there we go. That's why you're my top five favorite editor. Uh, right. And I guess we, we, we get to cap it off with what we're excited about for 2024. I'm, I'm going to be honest, fellas. <laughs> I took a quick flick through the 2024 upcoming list. 
not a huge amount excited me, not gonna lie. Uh, a couple things caught my eye, so I guess I'll, I'll, I'll hit y'all with the, uh, the biblically, canonically accurate list, and then, and then you guys can make whatever alterations when, when you guys speak. Most anticipated game, 2024, Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. I think we're all in agreement on that. Oh yeah, no, that, that's, such a, that's such an obvious answer, I'm not even going to say it. Yeah, cool. Uh... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> even, even as I'm recording this, it's actually out. Uh, the only thing in there is the roguelike mode, which I'm a little interested in, but not enough to, to drop money on it. I'll, I actually haven't even heard anyone talking about I'll make the joke again. It. Uh, it's crazy to me that the game about the cycle of violence being bad has an updated release where all, all the new mode is, is repeating the cycle of violence. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I gotta be honest, I've been sucked into the hype of um, World of Pals a, a, a little bit. Oh, uh, here it comes. Yeah, what comes? Wait, wait, what? What do you mean you've been sucked into the world of pals? What are you, where are you going, Pat? No, no, I'm, what, what I'm saying is, in terms of uh, anticipated games of 2024, I, before recording today slash yesterday, wouldn't have put that on my anticipated thing, but all I see is people talking about how much they're enjoying it, and kind of because I want to bandwagon dunking, dunking on Game Freak, even though I know they literally do not care. <laughs> there there, there uh, is yeah. no way buying that game is a dunk on Game Freak. They no, they do not care. They're not even the same genre. Like Power yeah. World yeah, is it's, an it's, arc survival game. Yeah, yeah and the, 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 the discourse. Sorry, on, no, no, you go. No, please, please, I insist okay. you go. Thank you. Yeah, host privilege. Yeah. So then, what um, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I I have seen some stuff about like you know, uh, is it plagiarizing Pokemon? Uh, the devs doing AI art, all those other bits and pieces. So. I'm I'm biding my time because uh, I want to kind of see see where the chips fall on that. I think the most interesting one is that people have created literal uh, literal Pokemon mods for it now, where you're just playing Pokemon. Oh Jesus! Yeah, seen it. yeah the, the, the money mixes everything, right? It's just it's just very funny to me. <laughs> just just a quick on the AI thing. Um, Power World doesn't look like it uses AI or AI generated assets, but the company but, has in yeah. the past. But no, I don't think. Uh, yeah, yeah. The company has in the past. They've also actually just stolen assets from games before in the past. But also, the CEO yeah, is one hundred percent on the AI tr bandwagon train. So it's yeah. just one of those things where I, in good conscience, cannot buy this game. However, I think my brother's going to buy that game, so I'll probably check it out. <laughs> uh, that um, feels like the, cheating, but like whatever, man. Hey, it's no, not no, my it's, money, it's, so I, I'm exactly. fine. Time is the most valuable resource. If you really cared, you would uh, not engage with it. But you do care, so you will engage. The most egregious one for me was the Hollow Knight ripoff. Yeah, that one just looks like they took Hollow Knight art assets. Exactly, yeah. There's, there's the Tears of the Kingdom one where it's like, okay, I can see that it's going for something similar, but I can, I can kind of, if I squint at it, a lot of games have crafting, that kind of thing, fine. But Hollow Knight... That shit just literally looks like Hollow Knight. Yeah, the, uh, the Breath of the Wild one also just has Breath of the Wild enemies recolored in it. Yeah, Great. a very big asset flip for that game. Um, the, the, thing, the thing that I guess makes me sad is that if the company didn't have this track record of, let's just call it shitty practices, Power World, if we put the plagiarism allegations to one side, Power World looks like an interesting game that I'd pick up. And it's frustrating that 
the one time a studio does this in terms of like here's this massive it, it's it's broken every record for most concurrent players on steam technically pubg still beats it but then pubg went free to play its whole thing anyway uh most concurrent players like th this game is massive right Just it's already sold than, five million units all all of that and i really wanted it to be a studio that like i don't know it'd be so good if it was like a super giant games or like any other kind of small studio that no one really ha uh, like I mean, okay, Supergiant is not a good example, but like a small studio that people haven't heard that much about, and then this massive game comes out and everyone's like, wow, this is great. The problem is, it's the same studio that like, oh man, I haven't heard about the studio, let's see what else they've done. Hollow Knight. <laughs> Breath of the Wild. It's just like, guys. <laughs> oh, all they had to do was just not flip assets until now, but maybe that's, I don't know, the only redeeming thing is if doing those asset flips got them into a state where they could make a game like this, but it's just really frustrating that it's like, it's almost something that, not necessarily celebrating, but like, I don't know, I feel like I'm mincing my words. You know what I mean. Power World is frustrating, but I'm still kind of interested in it. We'll see what happens there. That got wildly off topic for my other anticipated games. So, Last of Us Part 2 is an absolute meme uh, in terms of anticipation. The ones that I actually am interested in I'm quite interested in Tekken 8. Uh, I imagine this will be on Seth's list, uh, list as well. It's uh, not, much more. but that's because I've oh. already got pre-ordered and it comes out this week. So it feels okay. redundant to mention it. Fair enough. Um, yeah, much more of a Tekken person than a Street Fighter person. Uh, I say most anticipated. This is against the background of like, I, I'm trying to find things that I look at that and go, oh, holy shit, yes, that's right. That's, that's actually something that I really, really want to play. Um, so Tekken, Tekken 8's on there partially as a token spot, but... If it seems fun enough, I might try and pick it up on something, but is it going to be something that I pick up ahead of all the ones that I want to play from last year? Probably not. Um, but the big one that I am excited, uh, excited for, for 2024, uh, Space Marine 2, uh, is still technically slated for coming out in November-ish, uh, which would be um, very exciting. And I know it's not a game, but just got to throw it out there. Arcane 2, also slated for November 2024. It's a shame about what happened to the director today. Yeah, yeah, mm. it, it is, it is. Well, we're going to talk about more about that in detail next week, I imagine, but by the time that comes around, people probably would have looked it up and, and the world would have moved on. Um, and finally, I have to put it on this list, Seth, I'm so sorry, Monster Hunter Wilds, I know it's 2025, but like, fuck you for showing us the game trailer and then making us wait more than a year. <laughs> I will let you have it, because it'll be... You will, your most anticipated game information. <laughs> most anticipated gameplay reveal. Absolutely it will. Anyway, that was a, a really big tangent into Power World for some reason. Apologies for that. But yeah, basically yeah, I'm Space playing Marine it, so you get my thoughts next week. That was a weird, yeah. weird segue for you to just tell the news about the game without me being, yeah, it's a good game. Um, <laughs> and then Tekken 8, Tekken 8 picking up the rear. Uh, let's, do, let's do Steve, most anticipated. <gasps> me? Yes, you. Uh, it's Tony me. Other Steve. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, Take wait. it away. Take it away, other Steve. Um, no, but I'm I'm looking forward to that Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Like, I know I haven't played Yakuza 7. That's the one I've got to play, and I probably will be playing very soon. Uh, but all the stuff I've seen about it, very good. Cannot wait for it. It has Danny um, Trejo in it. It does. Yeah. I'm not really sure what I think about the dub. Um, but whatever. I, no, no, not even dub. It's just Danny Trejo. I was just like motion capture and I was like, what? Yeah, they face scanned him and motion captured him. Oh, man, it's fucking weird. 
Um, I'm very interested in the Persona 3 remake as well. Uh, Persona 3 Portable... Uh, hang on. Persona 3 Reload. Uh, I did play Persona 3 Portable last year, so I'm not that excited as what I should be, I guess. I'm, that comes out next week. week after, I think. So I'll probably wait until the end of this year to play it just so it's not... It's free on Game Pass. Familiar. It is free on Actually, Game Pass rant, they took off Persona 3, 4, and 5 from Game Pass for fucking whatever reason because the they're releasing this probably one. ran out. It's, but, like, when those came out, they were, like, jerking off Atlas for fucking half the year. They're like, oh, look at these Game Pass games. Oh, everybody loves Persona. This is the first time this has been on Xbox. Everybody go play them. But, yeah, um, they, they all left, um, which is very... Well, you had a year to play it. Do you know how many games are on Game Pass? At least three. That's <laughs> true. All those three are gone now. Yeah. yeah. Just gonna, just gonna back check Steve. Yes, at least three games are on Game Pass. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, those are pretty much the, the big standouts, and it's probably one of those things that it's, I try not to get too excited just because my backlog is so fucked at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of. I wish the Fable um, remaster or remake or whatever the fuck they're doing with that comes out soon. That'd be really cool. Because um, I went back and replayed Fable 1, 2, and 3 over the Christmas break, so I'm very back right into it. I don't think that's coming out for at least another year, maybe two. Oh, yeah, no, there's no way it comes out before 2025, but I mean, I live in hope. Uh, yeah, there's uh, a bunch of stuff. Uh, do we say the, the S word? Because um, that's coming out. Skull and Moans. Oh! Um, yeah, that comes out very soon oh, oh. as well, I forget. I, I thought it was going to be slow like you did in previous episodes. <laughs> Also, that game's not for us to take as most anticipated. <laughs> That's true. I'm still looking forward to it. I don't care. Like, it's, if it wasn't in development, like, literal hell. Okay, so, so you know what's funny? I'm kind of with Steve on this, in that I'm looking forward to it. Not for me to play it, just to see how people who do want to yeah. play it react. I do, I do want to hear the story of, a, whoa, this is actually, it, game's all right. It's not going to be that, but I, I want it to be good. <laughs> you know what my <laughs> anticipated game for that is? Suicide Squad. Yeah, no, that's... Oh, yeah, I thought that was going in a very different direction. <laughs> <laughs> um, and probably just, just one more I was thinking my most anticipated game was the game of life, and that occurs in my head as suicide. <laughs> they, they just did a trailer today where they announced that the Joker is going to be in that game's first uh, battle pass. Fuck, of uh, course yeah, it is. That, more DLC announced before the game actually fucking comes Can't out. Can't believe Dr. Believe Morbius himself is going to be in Suicide yeah. Squad. Um, and I'm kind of sort of excited for the new Star Wars game, Star Wars Outlaws. Um, I'm not really sure how much I want to be excited about that because it is being published by U Ubisoft. Uh, but it should still be fun. It's funny because Ubisoft just had a W this year already. That new Prince of Persia game seems fantastic. Yeah, that's a good point. But then their CEO said that just because you purchase the game doesn't mean you own it. So yeah, so that means Ubisoft goes back under the um under the table. Yeah, like I'll say whatever I want about Game Pass, but I'm very well aware I do not own those games. Um, so I'm not going to be delusional about it. But to actually come out and be like, yeah, just you bought something. It's actually not yours though. It's no, no. It wasn't about buying it. It was uh, streaming services have to take off, and um, uh, people when when they are uh, like. To make it take off, people have to be comfortable with not owning games. Oh, is that? I, I've only heard the uh, out of context and general. No, no, it was, it was in um, it was in context of uh, wanting to make streaming services grow. Ah, man, what a okay, very common social media L. Yeah, you really think someone would take someone's comments out of context and 
and brainwash yes. someone else who's no, not going to no read way. the original article. So I've got a couple of YouTube videos to show you guys as well. Just do your own research. <laughs> <laughs> the research <Yeah>. you're providing <laughs> us. <laughs> With my own biases and my own algorithm. Uh, but yeah, 2024 is probably going to be great. Uh, not as good as last year, to be honest, but it's, it's going to be one of the years that it's occurred. Hang on, hang on a second. In March, we're getting fitness boxing feet Hatsune Miku. Holy shit. Take me back. <laughs> back to oh, Japan, where she's from. <laughs> hang on, I think, sure. it already, I think it came out in 2018, but it's, the DLC is Hatsune Miku. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I was going to say something off the back of that, actually. Uh, that VTubers? I hate VTubers so much. Okay, wasn't that, but thanks, I guess. <laughs> um, no, the actually, no, you, you know what? Uh, we'll, we'll, let, we'll let Seth the set hit us uh, hit, hit us with the most anticipated, and then um, possibly some closing thoughts. I I I have, I have a couple of things that I'm curious to get the 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 opinion on, but uh, we'll we'll let Seth, Seth give us the uh, anticipation first. Yeah, so there's a general like lead up to March that's insane for me because I'm the JRPG fan here beside Steven. Grand Blue Fantasy is. <laughs> Hang on. What a weird thing to say. I'm the JRPG fan here, besides Steven. But just like... say that I'm not a fan of JRPGs. It's fine. <laughs> well, you've never mentioned them besides Monster Hunter. No, no. I just mean like, why are you saying that you're the only fan? Like, it's like, man, I'm the only fan here, except the only other person. I mean, like nut the, job. The only fan. nut job fan. <laughs> Steven likes nut jobs. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy is coming out to, uh, at the start of February, but I've decided to hold off on that because they announced some DLC stuff for it. Um, it's kind of in the same way that Monster Hunter supports their games, where they get free bosses uh, after launch, but they also announced that they're going to add uh, playable characters afterwards, so I'm just like, I'll wait, because in terms of monster hunter that'd be like oh hey we added this whole new weapon to the game like two months after launch it's just like okay well i'll wait those two months and get it cheaper then final fantasy 7 rebirth that's at the end of february absolutely a tromping at a bit for that one um surprise surprise it'll probably be my game of the year for next uh, for this year Hey, Does, hey, come on, carts before horses. You can't, you can't call you that know, out. I, now. I, I said that about Final Fantasy 16 last year, and I was right. What do you mean? You just said Final Fantasy Strangers of Paradise was your game of the year. <laughs> it's true, we did say that. Uh, Rise of the Ronin and Dragon's Dogma 2 both come out on the same day. My brother's going to be buying Rise of the Ronin, so I'll buy Dragon's Dogma 2. Super keen for both of those. And near, more towards the end of the year, Metaphor Repantasia was coming out. And oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Can't wait for that one. Yeah, I'll probably be on that one day one unless they announce some weird DLC practice for that as well. It's, it's funny because both Grand Flu and Metaphor have been games I've been waiting like six years for. They announced them super early and then just kind of stopped talking about them until they were ready to release. Neat. Mass Effect 4 wasn't slated for a 2024 release, was it? No, it's uh, Dragon Age is slated for this year. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I thought there was one. That. Yeah. They probably saw Baldur's Gate 3 and restart development again. <laughs> I've got thoughts about Baldur's Gate. You wait. You wait until next week. Tune in next week, everybody. You know what? Tune in every week. You know now, what? Now we're talking. Are we going to Fort Ali? Tune in next week. 
Are we doing it? Oh, no, that's probably us to discuss. Are we doing it one fortnightly? Might. Tune in next week. Bro, pick one. <laughs> that's the joke. It's the joke there, Pat. Oh. See, the, the thing is with humor is like you're managing people's expectations and oh. to give them something they don't expect. And they're like, oh, that's a humorous event. You know what's also, what's also supposed to be humorous? Being funny. You know what also? Who asked? <laughs> I got a chuckle from Pat. I'm, I won. So, I'm so angry that I chuckled at that. <laughs> For an angry dad walk on the back of that one. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, I wonder if the boys are excited for the Indiana Jones game. No, no, no. I was I, excited is a, str- is a strong word, but they did that Xbox developer direct thing. Um, and I'll note that once again, they've used the word direct and they've literally just stolen valor from Nintendo. Because um, the Nintendo Direct is the OG. You can't just call everything a direct these days. That's why um, PlayStation does theirs as a state of play, but we call it the Sony Direct anyway. Like, at least they tried with a different name, even though we, as the fan base, are going to call it the Sony Directs. Um, the absolute state of play, as our, we call it at Fast Travel Lounge. Um, sure. But no, they, so they showed off a bit of the, the early... Gameplay, well, not early gameplay, it's coming out very soon. Um, they showed off gameplay from it, and I expected it to literally be an Uncharted skin, within, sorry, an Uncharted gameplay with an Indiana Jones skin. Um, but they've gone first person for whatever reason. Um, so I get the feeling it's going to feel, it's, I get the feeling it's going to feel a bit like Dishonored, if any of you have played that. Yeah. It's by the Wolfenstein devs, so it's probably going to be along those lines. The executive surprise, surprise, surprise the Wolfenstein devs are making a game where you play first person and shoot Nazis. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's their <laughs> bread and butter. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm on the same boat. Like, the, the, the assignment was to make an Uncharted clone because Uncharted is just video game Indiana Jones, so it was meant yeah. to complete the circle, and they failed that assignment. So I'm considerably less interested. And what's funny is they called the game the Indiana Jones and the, and the Giant Circle or whatever the fuck. Yeah, something like, yeah, something along those lines. Um, also, also uh, the the face scan, you can tell they've kind of tried to base it off young Harrison Ford, but it also looks like Troy Baker is in there for the facial motion capture, and it looks off-putting. Not I will say off-putting, though, but weird. Having seen the trailer, he does do a pretty good voice of he does. young Indiana. It's Huey Lowenthal, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's Troy Baker. Oh, I had a 50-50 shot. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's, it's, that's the thing. It's just like seeing, we literally seeing just said his name. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I, 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 I zoned out for a second because I was, I was looking at screenshots. Um, but his face doesn't look too bad. It doesn't. It just looks a little weird because I can see the Troy Baker in there as well as them trying to do a uh, young Harrison Ford. So it's like yeah. a weird mix. What, what I find uh, funny is the uh, the reaction Harrison to it Baker. is either. Holy shit, finally another Indiana Jones game. I'm so excited for this, blah, 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 blah. Or, holy shit, I can't believe the only, uh, I can't believe the um, news that it's Troy Baker. Of course it is. There's only five voice actors in Hollywood. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Interestingly, I haven't seen people making the, I guess, complaint. Not really complaint, but the observation that all they had to do was make Uncharted. Hmm. I think it's one of those things, it's like people can, number one, forgot about it, and number two, the people, like the last two Indiana Jones movies, I'm not sure if we've got Indiana Jones stands listening. I've only seen the original trilogy, and that was years ago. Yeah, it's like 20 years ago for me, I literally cannot remember. Um, But I, 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 unfortunately, this is one of those questions that like, who asked for this game? Like, Todd Howard, he explicitly said it was Todd Howard. (laughs) 
My yeah. dream has been to make an Indiana Jones game. I'm like, maybe it was 20 years ago, big fella. Things, things have changed. The, the same Should guy whose dream it was to make a space epic. And he did one of those things. Um, <laughs> no, he made yeah, a space, like, but he didn't make an epic. I, I spent 60 hours in that game. Oh, yeah, it was epic to me. That's such a good review of stuff, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> didn't make it Steven, I edited a podcast where you talked about that and you you were calling it a space mid. <laughs> yeah, I think I changed I think I gave it a seven, but on my end of year gaming Excel sheet I changed it down to a six. Because after about like ten hours it's like, huh, more of this, eh? Um and then you get the sixty hours and it's like, huh. Nothing really changed. Um I mean, I said too much time on those fucking outposts to create the things, and they're dog shit. Um, I'm just thinking but, back on um, Seth's comment of like, man, the fast travel was so good in Spider-Man 2, I didn't even want to use it. Meanwhile, everyone just fucking begging and pleading <laughs> on their knees for, Tom, uh, for Todd Howard to like come up with any kind of fast travel system that doesn't suck the just absolute shit in the Starfield. It's not the fact that it sucks, it's the fact you just have to use it all the time. That's what it's I mean. Like, That's what I mean. Yeah. You don't like, give them the option to explore. Yeah. You can't go to A to C, you have to go A to B to C. Yeah, or even if it's like, okay, I picked up a quest, alright, I've got to go to B. Huh, I can fast travel to B, fast travel to B, finish quest, alright, cool. Go back to A to finish the quest, I'm like... Spend half the time... Like, not, You're like, better off playing a point and click adventure game. Hey, at what point are we? Like, half the time I've spent on the quest is literally walking to the person. Because of course you can't fast travel outside the person. You have to fast travel to the fucking city they're in and walk for fucking three minutes. And there's no city map, so you get lost. Because um, it's like, oh shit, I've got to go around. That was a, um, a naked Jakey comment of, isn't it crazy that half the Starfield quests are you walking somewhere just to deliver a message? Yeah, that's like, I watched that Nakey Jakey video and half the stuff he's like I'm like oh cool like he's literally articulating my problems with the game I wish I watched this video before I reviewed it um, <laughs> like yeah anyway let's not do this um, <laughs> he's getting upset Indiana that's uh, X-Bros are on life support um, yeah Indiana Jones it's coming out was there any okay, other... can I also just mention how weird it is and no. they're like you know you know what? It's we we want you to see Indiana Jones doing all these things. So every now and then, when he's like traversing oh, the yeah, environment, right. we will yeah, pull the camera person. out of first person so you can that's see right. him move in third person. And it's like, okay, you understood the assignment. You just chose to ignore it. Yeah. So these parts are the Uncharted claim, but that's, that's so fucking true. Actually, and it doesn't make Imagine. sense. Why? Yeah, watching that, I was like, "What do you mean it goes to third person? Like, it's either a first person or a third person. Like, don't make it both." Like, imagine all the devs sitting there, like, "Man, I, I really hope that the player watching this is like, this could, ju- this, this just looks exactly like a movie in third person. It's crazy how good this is." Imagine like the two different teams, like there's one team working on the third person, one team working on the first person. It was and just, just the first up. person finished first. Well, they're just catching up. It's like, oh yeah, so this is pretty wild. This game's a first person game. And the other person's like, what do you mean this oh, is the first person game? <laughs> and they come to have this conversation and it's like, it can't be both, can it? And apparently it is. And Todd's like, unless. <laughs> um, uh, what, do we, what, what, what do we think about whatever Pokemon game that's going to come out this year? Should be delayed to next year. I would, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, like, like as much as we can talk about Power World not impacting Game Freak, I reckon that they'll it'll, they'll obviously see it, and there will be some sort of response. You can sort of tell in Power World they are trying to mimic, not mimic, but they take a lot of uh, like catching the powers and stuff is very Legends Arceus. 
type of uh, feeling. So yeah, it wouldn't surprise the, the me if they're into people it. is also very legends. Yeah, well, like the fact that you get like a bonus if you throw the powers back or when they're not paying attention or something. It's like, huh. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if they take. Uh, I'm pretty sure RCS had that too, where if you throw yeah, it that's at what, their that's back. What I'm yeah, yeah, no, that's what he's saying. That's oh, what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, Power World took inspiration from that, and then hopefully yeah. Pokemon will have a look at that and be like, okay, let's think about this. It me, wouldn't surprise me if game, it's a Gen game 5 thing. They, they, they sit there looking at that going, shit, Power World's taking up a lot of market share. You're saying we should release the thing that we have ready to go for November now? <laughs> but like, the Venn diagram of people buying Power World and the people that will buy the next Pokemon game are. It's a straight circle. Perfect circle, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Game Freak's on last To be fair, sure is, the Power World is a smaller circle inside the Pokemon circle. That's very true. That's very true. Um, but I, I'm very interested to see if there is a Pokemon kind of game. So, and don't forget as well, I think it was um, Joe Merrick, the guy that made... No, the guy that's in, still in charge of Cerebi or whatever you want to call his position title. I'm pretty um, sure he's, he's the, the only person that runs it. He is the only person that runs it, but I don't know if you call him like CEO, owner, developer. Um, anyway, it doesn't uh, matter. God King, I think, is the, uh, the yeah. title. The website. Every time I go into that website, I'm like, huh, websites in 2006 were different. Um, <laughs> but like he mentioned on, I think it was on Threads the other day, um, shout out to my Threads, that this is the first time in like a couple of years that Game Freak or Nintendo or the Pokemon company hasn't announced either a spin-off or a... A main series game has been in the works so literally we don't know what the next thing is and this has been the first thing like this for the last couple of years and that's a weird place to be in i'm interested to see how it goes i'm interested to see what they do we're in that kind of shoulder year where they should be doing a remake or a remaster so or it could even be a spin-off as well hopefully they do pokemon conquest that was an absolute god tier game um i'll settle for pokemon shuffle also a good game um, but realistically, it'll probably be like a Pokemon Legends, uh, Zekrom or Kairuem or whatever. It'll be a Gen 5 thing, because there's a lot of Gen 5 pandering in the Pokemon DLC, especially the second one. Mm. I guess that is the, the next one due for some love. Man, can you imagine if they just give it to Ilka again? Um, I don't think Ilka was a problem with Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. I think just Diamond and Pearl uh, do not hold up by modern standards. I think it um, was an Ilka problem because they went the direction of trying to make it faithful when the Pokemon remakes have always been, no, let's take the current generation of the game and take the old one to this standard. I wouldn't be surprised though if like, the Pokemon company gave them very, very strict instructions on what to do. I, <laughs> I want to go and remove the fingers from everyone who wanted the Di Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl remakes to be so faithful that they made TM single use again. They single use, but they would give you three of them at a time. Um, they really... I don't care. <laughs> no, it was, they would, oh yeah, we know this is a problem, so we need to give you three of them. I'm like, okay, why don't you just make them reusable? No. <laughs> and then they got rid of the HM, like there's just like seven HMs in Gen 4, they got rid of that. You can call yeah. Pagel from the Overworld, but yeah, and, they made and then it, they yeah. got rid of, um, they got rid of Wait, oh, was it was it that they got rid of the GTS or that the re-implemented GTS was worse? I forget what it was. They, they re-implemented it and it was shit. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. it's just full of nothing but Gen Pokemon and <laughs> no bueno. Uh, anyway, I I think I think that's basically um basically time, right? Do do we do we have anything else that we want to we want to touch on? I, I think there's been a pretty uh pretty expansive look over over 2023. Oh, should should also say. Uh, I guess, yeah, scheduling-wise, um, possibly swapping to fortnightly, depending on how we're feeling, I guess. 
I already said this. I know, but like it was a good training and make it more concrete. Yeah, people, yeah. people, people know that I speak with authority. Remember that time that you were in Japan? I hosted for like four weeks. No, Man. no one does. No one remembers that. <laughs> Rats. You're in a coma. Holy shit! Patrick was in Japan. <laughs> it, it became uh, it became Xbox Game Hospital Pass, and you didn't catch it very well, big fella. I dropped it. I fumbled. Absolutely fumbled. I tried to do a segue like twice, and then uh, Seth sent me a message, um, very threatening. But it actually, wasn't threatening. It was just realistic. It, it pretty much just said, "You're not funny. Please stop doing that." So then I stopped doing it. It was just a picture of a rope. Now, now I want to be very upfront. I never actually did that. He just thought I did. <laughs> He made an excuse just, just, for himself to stop. It's just like just like how he thought he hosted four episodes while I was in Japan. Could you imagine if I was in Japan? I'm sure you would have told us about that. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure the first place you would have visited was uh, the Monster Hunter Universal Studios theme park. I thought you went to the Maid Cafe. Um, that seems like a place you'd go to. <laughs> I, I feel like my character has been thoroughly assassinated on the back of those two statements. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really have uh, a way of, of wrapping this up. Uh, yeah, was there anything else that we wanted to hit for 2023 or 2023 related stuff? Speak now, forever hold your peace. Final I thoughts, am, Steve. I'm holding my peace. I said Steve. I'm holding my Steves. Close enough. Uh, and you're holding yourself. Cool. Well, I, I guess in that case, um, no audience question for this week, but... Uh, if you or someone that you know has a question, feel free to get in touch. We're on Facebook at Fast Travel Lounge. <laughs> I really wanted to say Twitter, just offer it, just gut check, but no. Ex uh, formally Twitter. Twitter. Yep, thank you. Got to give it its biblically accurate name. At Fast Travel Lounge, minus the L that Elon keeps taking. Good old uh, mailbag, Lounge at gmail.com. Uh, and, and Blue Sky, if you just search Fast Travel Lounge... You and the, like, seven other people that use Blue Sky will probably know which of the accounts is ours. I, I think that basically um, wraps, wraps things up. If, if you've liked this episode, um, then you'll have to wait a year to hear another one like it, because uh, we're going to go back to our regular scheduled formatting uh, for next episode, uh, whether that's next week or in two weeks, we will, we will wait and see. But it's, it still really helps us out if you give us a, a rating, a review on wherever you're listening to this. Uh, really helps spread the degeneracy and love of video games. But un until such time as we do put the next episode together, I've been Patrick, I've been joined by Seth and Steve. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, happy 2024, everyone. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Uh, happy birthday, 2024. Can't believe the world's only 2,024 years old.